Hey, Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News for Tuesday, June 28th, 2022. Stand up for your country. We had a very big audience last night. I'm very happy about that because it was an excellent broadcast. If you did not see it and you are at all interested in the Supreme Court rulings on abortion and guns, uh, you can uh, access it if you are a BillOReilly.com premium member, and I hope you will be so I don't have to come to your house and uh, pitch it directly to you. But anyway, we were very proud of the broadcast last night. We may have a better one tonight because we have the governor of South Dakota, Christy Nome, and we have the very famous Greta Van Susteren, both on the broadcast this evening. So let's get right to it. American fascism is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. So when you think of the word fascism, you think Hitler, Mussolini, Franco in Spain, uh, and the criminals who ran Japan before World War II. All right wing, um, but now the word has taken on a different meaning because it is the left in America that has embraced fascism. First, the definition. Let's take a look at it. Quote, a political system headed by a dictator in which the government controls business and labor and opposition is not permitted. So it is apparent to any thinking person that is what the progressive left wants in this country, a form of fascism. And there is no doubt about that if you follow the news every night. Now, let me give you some examples recently of fascist behavior. So in West Virginia, uh, there is a Catholic church, St. Coleman. Uh, it is a historic place. It was burned to the ground this week, this weekend after Roe v. Wade was announced. They attacked and burned St. Coleman Catholic Church to the ground. So uh, the authorities in West Virginia um, have many arrests. So they, you know, I guess they're investigating. They have to be, right? How about the Mother and Child Education Center, Portland, Oregon? Um, Saturday, June 25th. Group of black-clad marchers turned violent in that city, smashing windows, scrawling graffiti on downtown businesses. And it was all in reply to the Supreme Court ruling. How about the Life Choices Pregnancy Center? Okay, this was in uh, Longmont, Colorado. And authorities there are investigating a fire at a pregnancy center that was uh, not burned to the ground, but badly damaged. And uh, this pregnancy center did do abortion counseling as well as adoption counseling. So it wasn't like they were shutting out uh, abortion. They were giving information about post-abortion support, all of that. But they were a pro-life-centered um, enterprise. And finally, uh, there are dozens of other examples around the country of fascist progressives doing violence. And uh, don't expect many arrests. Don't expect many. Portland, Oregon, you think those people are going to be arrested? They're not. Now, West Virginia, you would think that they would be. Colorado, I'm not sure. But, uh, you know, just like the leaker in the Supreme Court, I'm not expecting any uh, Justice Department revelations there. I hope I'm wrong. But you know as well as I do that the progressive left does not enforce the law unless it's a law they like. So in addition to the violence, now we have lawsuits, and that's okay. 
lawsuits, that doesn't come under the heading of fascism. So let me wrap up the Talking Points memo with, again, reminding you, fascism is not just on the far right. It's now being embraced by the far left. So uh, in uh, Louisiana and Utah, there have been legal action and uh, the trigger laws against abortion are temporarily blocked there. In Arizona, the Center for Reproductive Rights uh, filed an emergency uh, motion to block a trigger law there. Uh, California is going to put abortion on the ballot to try to get it into the state constitution. Um, That's okay. I mean, it doesn't affect what's going to happen with uh, Roe v. Wade because California and New York and Illinois have the most extreme abortion laws in the world. As we told you last night, not just a country, in the world. So California abortion laws are like China and Russia. You kill a baby, unborn, whatever whatever description. Okay? At will, anytime, any reason. All right. In Idaho, Texas, and Mississippi, lawsuits have been filed. But not in South Dakota, so far, as far as we know. So South Dakota does have a trigger law, and it is very uh, anti-abortion. And uh, it has uh, been put into effect. Now the Supreme Court made its ruling. And it says that there is no longer abortion in South Dakota except to preserve the life of the mother. So joining us now from New York City, where she is promoting her brand new book out today, is the governor of South Dakota, Christy Noem. The book is called Not My First Rodeo, Lessons from the Heartland. We're going to get to that book uh, I haven't read it, but I've read an extensive outline of it. I know Ms. Uh, Noam, the governor, a little bit, not a lot, but, you know, I know her background, know what she's accomplished there in South Dakota. So, first of all, let's get to this uh, South Dakota Supreme Court situation. Your vision is abortion should be legal in South Dakota to protect the life of a mother. What about rape and incest? Well, the trigger law that was passed in South Dakota in 2005 uh, really envisioned a day when Roe might be overturned uh, and said that specifically uh, it would, uh, you know, abolish abortion in the state of South Dakota except preserve the life of the mother. Rape and incest were not addressed in the statute at that time, and so that is not law today. And really what this law does is it does not go after mothers. It does not go after women. What it does is prosecute doctors who knowingly violate the law and perform abortions, it would go after them and punish them. So, All right. so continue, along sure with Senator John Thune, you are the most powerful politician in South Dakota. Your vision counts among not only South Dakotans, but Americans. You've been actually talked about as a presidential candidate. So your vision is in South Dakota, Abortions would be allowed if the life of the mother, a catastrophic health situation, and it would have to be affirmed by doctors, I'm sure, uh, is um, in question. But rape and incest, what do you, Governor Nome, would you want to have a law that allows abortion in those cases? Would you? No, I, I mean, I wouldn't, Bill. I think I'd rather see us walk alongside those mothers in crisis, get them the kind of support, help, mental and and physical um, treatment that they may need after a tragedy like that. I just can't even imagine what they've gone through. But I also have just never been a believer that a tragedy should be perpetuated or followed up by another tragedy. And we know so much more about what happens to these babies 
uh, in the womb, the development, the science has shown us the pain that they feel. Uh, and so in South Dakota, I think that where we stand as far as our law today is somewhere that I'd like to see it remain, and but see us much more focus on supporting these women, especially in an unplanned pregnancy or a crisis situation to where now, we are helping. Would that support extend to the state of South Dakota helping women who don't agree with you if they're raped and uh, or a victim of incest going to another state to have an abortion? Would South Dakota help with that? I would not support that. Um, I'm, I can't speak for my legislators. I can't speak for others in the state, but that would right. not be a problem. So you are a, a pro-life person. Uh, you've held these beliefs for a long time. I can tell the audience that you're not like Joe Biden who switches around, you know, whenever the wind blows, you are a confirmed pro-life person. Okay. Now on the gun front, uh, this is interesting. Some heavy research into this, um, South Dakota ranks seventh in the lowest amount of homicides in the country. Seventh. Okay. You have uh, no state law required to possess a shotgun, rifle, or handgun. So anybody in your state can possess that without a law, without the government even knowing about it. It's staying out of it. But if you want to carry, then you have to get a license. Is that correct? Well, actually, Bill, when I became governor, the very first bill that I signed into law was constitutional carry. So, no, no, they do not have to do that. In fact, this year, because um, it's a priority for me, I waived all fees for any kind of a permit that they might need in the state of South Dakota. In fact, I said that the state of South Dakota would now be paying for people's federal background checks as well. So it'll okay, cost no so, so our research is incorrect because the research here says is South Dakota research. If it's incorrect, tell me. No person shall carry a pistol concealed in any vehicle concealed on his or her person without a license to carry, and the license is to be issued by the sheriff of the county involved. That's not the law now? No, in 2019, the very first bill I signed as governor was constitutional. Knocked it out. Okay. Yep. You know, I can't blame my staff. It's 19, COVID then came in. And it's my fault. I should have checked it. Okay, so you have very liberal gun carry laws, but you don't have any murders to speak of. Very, very few where, you know, you go to Chicago, um, which is a, not an easy drive, but not a bad drive from South Dakota. And they have very strict uh, gun carry, gun possession laws, and they got unbelievable amount of homicides. What's the, why? What's the difference? Well, I appreciate the honest conversation, Bill. I think it's refreshing that that that's really what we need to be talking about is do more gun laws really lower violence and, and rates of occurrence in many of these states? And that's just not true. So the conversation that Congress has been having and by passing this bill, I love the fact that they're focusing on mental health and that people are talking about that and, and addressing, um, you know, having more resources, but passing more gun laws and restrictions doesn't necessarily translate to less violence. But do you and, know why? I mean, I listen, I did Vermont and New Hampshire last night. It's the same situation there. You can carry a gun. You can do whatever you want. They don't have any homicides. But in Chicago, they have all kinds of homicides. And so in New York City as well. Do you know why that's happening? I think it's because those who perpetuate violence don't care about the law. They're going to okay. get a gun. So more criminals in Chicago and New York City than in Pierre, South Dakota or <laughs> uh, Rapid City. Is that that's well, what you're telling me, right? Definitely our people are happier in South Dakota. They're okay. free, they work together, they take care of each other and they have respect for each other. I think All that right. That really um, 
So let's get get on to your book. So you've had a fascinating career, in my opinion. Um, you uh, were the daughter of a rancher, and uh, I guess you're pretty smart in school. You're doing real well, but then your father died. You had to come home and run the ranch, or the farm, um, and then you got into politics and you served in a house, U.S. House, two eleven to two nineteen, then uh, two nineteen to the president. As you mentioned, you were elected governor of South Dakota. Um, you consider yourself a down-to-earth, middle-class, Midwestern gal. Is that correct? I think you nailed it. That's exactly right. Grew up uh, on a ranch uh, and never was interested in government and politics. In fact, we never talked politics in our house. I didn't run for office until I was mad. You know, my dad was killed at the age of 49 in an accident. We got hit with death taxes. And I became the general manager of our operation. We were farming thousands of acres, had a big operation. And all of a sudden, I owed hundreds of thousands of dollars to the federal government because we had a tragedy. And I decided to start showing up, going to meetings, passionate about tax reform. You remember our U.S. senator at the time was Tom Daschle. And I started to be a thorn in his flesh and talk about federal policies and eventually uh, people recruited me to run for office. Yeah, so fascinating I, story. All right. Yeah. So uh, you, the book is titled Not My First Rodeo, Lessons from the Heartland. Give me one of the most important lessons that you write about in the book. I guess it's the lesson of don't complain about things. Fix them. You know, we had a world full of complainers and then they sit at home and don't ever do anything to make the situation better. We need more doers in this world today. My dad consistently said, Christy, we don't complain about things, we fix them. That's the only reason I'm in the job that I'm doing today is it's really hard to expect a lot out of leaders when I'm not willing to step up and into the fire at the same time. So that's pretty pretty important advice. And Bill, I think we're crippling our children in this country. We, yeah, there's a lot of whiners. I mean, yeah. I got I got urchins and they're you know they got, they're minoring and whining in college yeah. now. Um, it's a, a very popular uh, minor, by the way. And now I'm going to ask you the toughest question you get all day. Are you ready for it? I hope so. Okay. We'll so you served in the House of Representatives for eight years. you respect Nancy Pelosi? No. I knew her very well, watched her, and watched, I mean, she's a powerful woman. I guess I can respect the fact that she uses the tools available, but she follows no rules. She She doesn't protect this country. It's very difficult to respect someone that you can't trust. Okay, Governor, as always, a very straight interview. That's why we like you. You're welcome anytime on this program. The book, once again, Not My First Rodeo, Lessons from the Heartland, out today. I hope you do very well with it. Thank you for helping us out. Thank you. Okay, Governor. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to house plants, they have it all, delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience 
can get a extra 15% off by using promo code Bill at checkout. So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com, use promo code Bill at checkout. All right, let's go to Biden. He's in Spain. Um, and uh, before he left Germany, um, the G7 signed a $4.5 billion, uh, I guess, promise to beef up global food security. That's okay. I mean, developed nations should help out. A lot of starving people all over the world. And then Biden himself says, we're going to spend $3 billion more in the USA alone in additional funding for nobody really quite knows what. Now, this is Biden all over the place. It's not his money. He doesn't care. And it's just a billion here, a billion there. Again, I don't, I don't mind a food thing. That doesn't bother me. Uh, but, you know, $3 billion for nothing. Well, I don't know where this money's going. It's my money. So anyway. All right. So I mentioned that Joe Biden is a man of no seasons. You've heard me say that before. If you remember the movie, A Man for All Seasons, that's the uh, play on it. And the reason I say that is he doesn't have any core beliefs at all. Nothing. He believes in nothing. And I'm going to prove it. In 2006, uh, Biden, let's see, that was uh, 16 years ago. So Biden was going on 75 years old. Here's what he said. Go. I, I do not view abortion as a uh, um, as a choice and a right. I think it's always a tragedy, and I think that uh, it should be uh, rare and safe. And I think we should be focusing on how to limit the number of abortions, and they ought to be able to have a common ground and consensus as to do that. That was 65. You can see how uh, what a math wizard I am. 65 years old. Uh, he's saying that. All right. So, uh, you know, we should limit the number of abortion. That's Joe Biden, 2006. Now, abortion anytime for any reason. I'm the abortion president, Joe Biden. That's me. So how do you get at age 65, limit abortions to go ahead, you know, 15 minutes before birthing, you can do it. How do you get there? And now Biden, not many people know this, but I'm going to tell you because I know it. The reason that Biden has been fairly low key on the Roe v. Wade decision and let Kamala Harris take the lead, which she will up to Election Day, she will be the abortion czarina. Harris will be. The reason Biden isn't out front is he fears that he's going to get what Nancy Pelosi got banished from receiving communion in the Catholic Church. Remember, the Speaker of the House is banished from receiving communion in her district in San Francisco and in Northern Virginia. Okay? Biden does not want that. And he's friends with Wilton Gregory, the Bishop of D.C., so he, he's got a little protection there. Why doesn't Biden want the Pelosi treatment? Hispanic Americans. Very Catholic. Biden gets banished. That's going to hurt him. And he can say it doesn't, but it does. So that's why he's not taking the point on this. And uh, he's in Spain. All right, 30 U.S. companies uh, step up to uh, help uh, abortions uh, take place. They are Microsoft, Apple, Meta, Patagonia, Yelp, Disney, Uber, Lyft, Netflix, Bumble, Comcast, NBC, Warner Brothers Discovery, that's CNN, Nike, Starbucks, Dick's Sporting Goods, Alaska Airlines, Goldman Sachs, Zillow, Chobani Yogurt, Accenture, Hewlett Packard, 
Kroger, J.P. Morgan, Condé Nast, Levi Strauss, Match.com, CVS, Bank of America, H&M, Google. All of those companies will pay for abortion travel if their employees are in a red state where abortion is restricted. Those companies will pick up the tab for the person to travel to a blue state to have the abortion. You should know this. You should know what they're doing. Now, Patagonia is one of the most extreme, along with Dick's Sporting Goods. Isn't that interesting, Dick's Sporting Goods? Anyway, Patagonia is based in Ventura, California. It's an outdoor clothing retailer. You've heard about it. It's big on reproductive justice. Uh, And it's not only picking up the tab, but it's training people. Training people to protest against the Supreme Court decision. This is Patagonia, training their own employees. And if you get arrested in a protest, which means you would have to, you know, violate a law, they'll bail you out, Patagonia. So I got to tell you, you know, Patagonia and me, no, <laughs> that's not going to happen. And I, I tell you, look, I'm not extremist. You saw the debate last night. All right. You know where I am, but I'm not. Dude, this is ridiculous. So Patagonia, okay, fine. Not me. Not buying it. All right, let's bring in my old pal, Greta Van Susteren. Uh, she has a new program on Newsmax, The Record. She can't call it On The Record because that's what she did at Fox, and they still have it, so now it's just The Record. Um, and she is joining us from D.C. Congrats on being back in cable TV. I, I don't think I could do it, but you are a better person than I am, um, and I'm happy to talk to you. All right, so you're you know, a I'm actually, you know what? I'm actually the, the live thing was I missed the live thing. That's why I wanted to come back. I yeah. missed being live. Well, yeah, I'm live. I did tape shows for the last four years. No, I know I probably, but I'm not Bill O'Reilly. I don't have all of the big followers and the loyalists that you have. You know, well, I still gotta you. You know, work nice from. I gotta, I gotta be scrappier. You know. No, look, I of course am a supporter of yours, and I wish you the best. And if we can ever help you out, you let us know. But, you know, getting back into the corporate arena for me be very, very hard because now I run my own corporations and, uh, you know, we don't have the craziness that, you know, can happen. Now, because- oh, wait, wait, I, listen, I totally agree with you on that, which is why Newsmax is, is a good choice for me because they've given me 100 percent independence. I'm my own managing editor. The show's got a great budget and I've got a great staff. I totally agree with you. The corporate stuff, I had that yeah, over at MSNBC like, and it didn't go well. It and didn't I go know, well for me. I know your boss, Chris Ruddy, went to the same high school that I attended and I know where he lives. So if he does I'll give you a hard time, just tell me. I'll go over his house and we'll talk. <laughs> I, I, I appreciate it. All right. So you're a lawyer. You're a feminist. Uh, you were not surprised, I'm sure, about the court's ruling on Roe v. Wade. You know the Constitution. But what is the essential point you want to get across to your audience about this? Well, I think that I I really wish people would actually read the decision because it is, you know, everyone's sort of taking sides. And it's a huge disappointment to, you know, one half the population. Uh, But, you know, what it does, though, is in fact, I read a tweet by Senator Elizabeth Warren, which she says, you know, this should be a decision of the people. Well, actually, it sort of is because before nine justices were deciding it, now they have sent it back down to the state to the states where the legislature is elected by the people. So I wish people would turn down the temperature and, and look what the decision actually means, what the limitations are, what this, you know, what the what it has done or what it has not done. So my point is this is just don't take sides, you know, be informed. Okay. So you don't object to the decision, you know constitutionally that it was 
uh, a traditional, as we know, there isn't I any right. Go ahead. I understand, I understand how the Supreme Court got to its decision. Okay. I also understand how the, the Supreme Court in 1973 got to its decision. If you um, were appointed, and, and if I'm elected president, I'll appoint you to the Supreme Court. Would you have voted to send Roe v. Wade back to the states? I would have gone a little deeper into making this. Actually, you know, actually, probably what I would have done is probably what Alan Dershowitz suggests. I would have made the narrow decision, really, and simply on Dodds versus Mississippi instead of taking sort of a, All a right. broader. So you would have done what Roberts did. I would did. not have done what. Yeah, I would okay. not have done what uh, Justice Thomas did because he, if you know, he threw in contraception and. Um, I didn't see the yeah. contraception. I saw the the gay marriage thing because it's gay obvious. Marriage. Yeah, I, I don't think it was any any contraception uh, in there. But gay marriage, Judge Thomas believes, is uh, the purview of the states, not the federal government. The federal government has no yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but why did he have to throw that in? Nobody was talking about. Uh, see, that's know. sort of the Dershowitz thing. I mean, like you know, you know, he, he went. And that was what Dershowitz says, you know, just decide the narrow issue before you on, and then rather than take sort of the broader and although it makes a lot of people happy, but okay. it would have, uh, he went really, uh, he now went my, really broad. My uh, Talking Points memo today was about American fascism, which is driven by progressive left. And we gave Buku examples of it. Uh, again, when people think of fascism, they think of Hitler and Mussolini, that kind of stuff. But now it's on the left. Uh, and you saw it. You saw Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Uh, you saw a number of people in show business basically saying, look, we don't respect the court. We don't want the court. We want to pack the court now because they don't agree with us. Now, that's fascism, especially when you start to burn down clinics. Um, do you have, generally speaking, a problem with the progressive left in America, Greta? I do. I mean, I, I, you know, just for not, I fought for the First Amendment bill. And now, I, you know, the, the whole cancel culture really is sort of the, you know, in many ways, the opposite of, you know, the things I fought for as a lawyer with free speech. Now you say something and, you know, especially, I mean, look at what happens with comedians or politicians or people on TV. So, uh, yeah, I do. I do object because they oftentimes they impose a death penalty if someone says something in a fashion that they don't believe is the correct way to say it. And the person has a fundamental right to say it. You have a fundamental right to say stupid stuff you know, or whatever you well, want. Well, stupid now, stuff so is, yes. is, you know, look, firebombs or what I'm worried about. If you want stupid stuff, you go to Samuel L. Jackson and the Hollywood crew, which are calling Clarence Thomas, Uncle Clarence. That's just vicious stuff. But they've done yeah. it. They, they do it all day long. Do you, Merrick Garland, the attorney general, doesn't seem to be too concerned with any of this. He's hunting down white supremacists. Um, do you know any white supremacists, Greta? I don't know any. I know lots of people. Do you know any white supremacists? I actually don't, but I have okay. a very, very, very do, do you think, life. I go to you, work, I go home to my husband. All right. Do you think that they're a threat to the Van Susteren household or any? I, I don't understand I, what the threat is. Well, I, I think I think any lot. I, I, I mean, I hate to be put in a position of defending or going after anybody, but the thing is that if white supremacists are armed and are out doing bad things, yes, I think that's a threat. Okay, if but have you seen any bad things? Look, there are idiot neo-Nazis all over the place, the Aryan Brotherhood. Yes, the Klan still exists, of course. But Horrible. have they bombed any any abortion clinics lately? Have they done anything like that? 
they have, well, they, they actually sort of, I mean, that position sort of won the uh, Roe versus Wade last Friday. So I would not expect that. I mean, if you're looking no, at it. No, but, they, uh, but I so don't know far, where they, I, I don't know why the power of the Justice Department is centered think, in this precinct I, I think, and ignores the other much more visible threat. Go ahead. I, I think... I think that what has happened, unfortunately, is that people have get, have taken great liberty with labels, and in doing so, they diminish they diminish the impact of them by calling every you know white person you don't like a white supremacist has diminished the seriousness of you know of of the concept of white supremacy. I, I think we've all gotten a little bit out of hand in, in how we how we treat each yeah. other and how I, we well, fling names. So. I just want the laws to be applied equally here. I mean, across the board, if the white yeah. supremacists bomb somebody, I want them in jail forever. Same thing on the left. Okay, the show is The Record. Greta Van Susteren but back you know, you in love it. You action. love this, Bill. I say things like, uh, coming up on The Record, and yeah. I mean it's on The Record. But instead, it sounds like I'm saying the old Fox name, so I, so I sort of stumble on it every night. I hope I'm you don't get sued, Greta. Uh, you know what? I you, sh <laughs> you should use some That's clips. That's great publicity. You should use some clips of this interview on your program. You should, <laughs> because it was a good interview. And we're happy to have you that back in action. Interview. And uh, I hope we can talk again soon, Greta. Thanks for helping us out. Yeah, of course. Thank you, Bill. See okay. you. All right. So uh, more airline disasters. Just the stats real fast. 20,000. 20,000 flights either delayed or canceled from Friday to Sunday, June 24th to 26th. So if you're going to the airport on uh, 4th of July, and about 4 million um, Americans are, according to the surveys here, the advanced ticket sales, uh, you got, I think you got about a 50% chance of getting out on time. So um, 42 million Americans are going by car. That's a lot more than... Uh, ordinarily, because they don't want to go to the airport. I mean, I got to go to Boston. And I'm I'm driving. I'm driving. I'm not uh, I'm not going on a plane. I don't want to go on a plane. I don't want to go anywhere near an airport for obvious reasons. <laughs> and I don't think the airport is really looking forward to seeing me either. So anyway, gas prices 488 this week. They were 497 last week, so they're down seven cents. The price of oil coming down a little bit because the wise guys who control the oil price worldwide of the barrel oil, they know Americans are getting teed off and they know consumers are cutting back. So they don't want to wind up with a glut of oil. So it's coming down a little bit, but not a lot. No significant way. So I got a letter from uh, an airline pilot. I want to put it up and uh, read it to you. Uh, quote, hey, Bill, thanks for calling out the airline debacle. They offer the level of service viewed as tolerable. That's level of service, level of service viewed as tolerable in order to maximize profit. I am a 30-year airline pilot and know things are getting out of hand. Sorry for your bad experience, but I've seen worse. That's from Ryan in Virginia. Now, I've talked to a lot of airline personnel and uh, they pull me aside. Now, there's some who don't like me. I understand that. Um, but they go, yeah, you're right. And I was first, okay, in April. And I, I'm the Paul Revere of terrible airline service. Pete Buttigieg is in charge. He could do something. He chooses not to. Uh, here's his latest tweet from uh, yesterday. Quote, 
As air travel is skyrocketing, airlines are struggling to keep up the demand and flights are getting delayed and canceled as a result. If an airline cancels a flight, they must refund the traveler promptly. Thanks, Pete. Yeah, thanks a lot. I think everyone on the planet knows that. Okay, but thanks for just uh, retweeting that or whatever you did. So Buttigieg uh, is a affirmative action hire. He's not qualified to be Secretary of Transportation. He has no blank and clue how to solve supply line problems uh, or the airline debacle. He's there because of affirmative action. I'm not going to say any more, but that's why he's there. And you see the incompetence throughout the Biden administration where they didn't hire on merit. It's what you looked like, what gender you were, what your lifestyle was. That's why you got hired. Okay, so Associated Press did a survey of 47 states, 43 states, uh, and it says that a million voters have switched from the Democratic Party to the Republican Party and about 600,000 vice versa, with a net of more Republicans at 400,000 in this country. A lot of political turbulence. Biden administration has approved uh, a plan to give the state of Colorado a lot of money, $1.6 billion to Colorado to fund subsidized health care to illegal immigrants. So Denver asked the federal government, hey, we got a lot of migrants here and we can't afford to give them free health care. So you got to help us. And Biden said, OK, another $1.6 billion, there you go. Well, what about the other 49 states, Joe? You're going to do that, too? Is it going to be like uh, $75 billion here to pay the health care of migrants? You know, a lot of Americans that need health care help, right? Try to get reimbursed from an insurance company. Think the government might want to look into that? How many of you at health or, or uh, dental or uh, visual or prescription drugs and the insurance company tries to hose you? How often does that happen? Every second? Now you got to get those uh, health care for the foreign nationals here illegally. You got to have that. 50 migrants found dead in San Antonio. It's unbelievable. 18 wheeler. Okay, they couldn't breathe. Uh, temperature more than 100 degrees. 22 Mexicans, seven Guatemalans, two Hondurans among the dead. 16 people survived that. And the only reason they survived is because some alert authorities heard some screams inside this thing. And this is, I told you that, you know, the open border hurts the migrants. You know, if you're lucky enough to get here, yeah, you can prosper to some extent. But getting here, my God, going through those Mexican cartels. So Texas Governor Abbott said, quote, uh, these deaths are on Biden. They're a result of his deadly open border policies. They show the deadly consequences of his refusal to enforce the law. That is absolutely true. Does Joe Biden even know about this? You think he does in Spain? You think he knows? I don't think so. Stev doesn't tell him what's going on. No. Cost of a 4th of July cookout, 17% higher than uh, last year. So uh, ground beef up 36%, chicken 33%, pork 33%, uh, lemonade up 22%. Potato salad, 19%. Hamburger buns, 16%. Ice cream, 10%. Chocolate chip cookies, 7%. Thank you, Joe. Appreciate all that. This day in history, June 28, 1971. Elon Musk, born in Pretoria, South Africa, 
Uh, that country back then was apartheid. 17 uh, must split. You didn't want to go in the armed forces, and you had to if you lived in South Africa in, 19, in the late 1980s. So he went to Canada and uh, Saskatchewan. Then he segwent down to the United States to go to college, University of Pennsylvania. Then he went out to Stanford in California. He only lasted in Stanford two weeks, and he quit to form a high-tech company, which was bought by Compaq years later. And Musk got $22 million, becoming a millionaire uh, in his mid-20s. Then he formed another company, PayPal, that was bought out by eBay, $1.5 billion. Musk became a billionaire uh, in, uh, what, 30s? Yeah. So he's not the richest man in the world. Elon Musk, born 51 years ago today. So we got a good mail segment and we got a final thought that I think will help your life. That's what I'm trying to do with the final thoughts these days. And we'll be right back. Everything is expensive these days. You know that the government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its free fall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful a lot of anxiety, and it's gonna get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Let's uh, go uh, to the mail. We'll uh, open with Lori uh, Marino, Terryville, Connecticut. Hey, Bill, I don't understand why the left is so angry about Roe v. Wade getting overturned. If everyone took responsibility for their bodies in the first place and used birth control, they wouldn't have to rely on abortion. Wake up. Abortion is not birth control. Well, Lori, look, I understand what you're saying, but, you know, you're living in, a, in the land of Oz. If you think people are going to be responsible, they're not. They never have been. I mean, if everybody was hardworking and honest, we wouldn't have any strife in this country. I mean, it's just a human condition. David Bella Morrison, Colorado. Bill, I saw this, uh, the left, hurting those who disagree with them in the late 60s when I was going to Colorado U in Boulder. The SDS started a small riot because they didn't want San Francisco State President Hayakawa to talk. They were expelled for that. Unfortunately, today they'd be rewarded. 
Interesting letter, David. You're absolutely right. Even in the Vietnam years, there was some semblance of justice in this country, but not any longer. Derek, Bill, not a word about families who cannot have children would like to adopt. Why would they do that? That goes against the narrative. Why would the pro-abortion people mention adoption as an option? Goes against what they want, which is abortion at any time for any reason. Sean Whalen, Pineville, North Carolina. Today's No Spin News, June 27th, with Outstanding, one of the best shows I've seen. The abortion stats in other countries, wow, truly amazing. That's what we're in business to do, Sean, spread the word. I mean, we really need everybody in the country to know this is a viable option. Christopher, the Supreme Court is being criticized by the left for the decisions. Why isn't Biden being criticized by the right for all of his bad decisions? Christopher, uh, do you live on Venus? Are you just visiting us from another planet? Joe Biden is outside of Trump and maybe Hillary, the most vilified politician I've ever seen. He, he's not going to pass. You know, it's like, all right. George Barry, Scottsdale, Arizona, a little warm down there this time of year. I'm a new premium member, first time emailer. You think it's probable to protect the Democrats some hopes of retaining the White House in 24? Joe Biden would appoint Kamala Harris to an ambassadorship. Clear the way for an appointment of a new VP, someone more electable. Now, nope, Kamala's where is gonna be there, and if Biden, as I predict, might happen. Uh, bails uh, for health reasons, then she would ascend, but neither of them is going to be in play in 24, I believe. Um, Harry, uh, with the dog days of summer approaching, I was wondering how Holly the terror dog is doing. Holly is uh, all right. You know, uh, I tweeted Holly today. Um, getting a lot of rest. Corgis get a lot of rest. <laughs> Rick LeClaire pays Florida bill. Just finished Killing Reagan. Fantastic. Only one killing book left, and I've read them all. I really appreciate that, Rick. Killing the Killers still buzzing. Still a big bestseller. If you buy Killing the Killers from us, we will give you free Killing the Mob. This deal ends on Monday. You want summaries? There they are, ladies and gentlemen. And gifts, there they are. Keeping the price real low to help you out. Word of the day, do not be obsequious. O-B-S-E-Q-U-I-O-U-S. And writing to us, bill at billoreilly.com, bill at billoreilly.com. Name in town if you wish to opine. Final thought in a moment. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to the Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Here is the final thought of the day. So I get a lot of mail about shows that we've done in the past and people didn't see them or they misheard. If you are BillOReilly.com Premier Concierge member, you can get the shows from day one. Okay, so you go to the internet, uh, you go to the BillOReilly.com and uh, a week's worth of clips and interviews are on the left side. Click them on. So one week, they're there. 
Then after that, you have a little magnifying glass on the right side of the pipe. You click that on, and then you just type in something like John Stossel interview. Or uh, if you're on your phone, it's the same thing. You click the menu bar, Bernie Goldberg interview, or 2,000 mules, or whatever it is. And it'll pop up for you. And we keep a vast archive. All uh, concierge and premium members on BillOReilly.com are entitled to transcripts every night. You get them free. So you want to see what we're doing, what we're saying. You want to have a little discussion with your friends. Get those transcripts. So look, this website enhances your life. I can't say it enough. You're watching, you're wasting your time on network and cable news. They're not going to tell you much. Not going to learn much. Here you will every single and I thank everybody for watching and listening on our 100 radio stations across the country, taking the no-spin news. We will see you tomorrow.